a very warm hello to my extraordinary family. Welcome to this episode of Persone Extraordinary. Through this interview series, I'm attempting to profile people who've made an extraordinary impact in their respective fields to engage and uplift others and help them be the best versions of themselves. I'm humbled and honored today to introduce to you a very special person and an absolutely exemplary professional who has so effectively used her talents and corporate learnings to literally start a revolution of sorts for people with developmental disabilities. Prachi Deo is the founder and executive director of the technology-based non-profit Naidisha. Naidisha is a lifelong support system for families and parents who are primary caregivers for children affected by Down syndrome and other developmental disabilities. Through a digital knowledge hub, community, and accessible headline, it draws families into an ecosystem and makes them comprehensive and credible information for families. Under her leadership, Naidisha has won several awards, including the pre- prestigious Zero Project Award at UN Office in Vienna. She's also the Salzburg Global Fellow of 2020 and Indian Inclusion Fellow of 2018. An engineer by training, she has worked with reputable organizations like Microsoft and TCS before founding Naida Shah. Her brother, who has Down syndrome, is her inspiration. Welcome, Prachi, ma'am. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you so much. Thanks, Zen, for inviting me. I must say that you uh, introduced Naida Shah very well. Thank you. So, to start this interview off, I'd just like to ask you, what is a fun fact about yourself? This can be a favorite animal, hobby, or anything else. Yeah, so I, as sincerely as I do my work today, I was not a very sincere student back then. So I used to be one of those few kids who used to be standing outside the classroom. And um, I remember once I was chatting so much that one of my teachers said that, uh, uh, I was chatting and disturbing the class and I was like, no, sir, I didn't do that. And he used that as an example to explain persistence of vision, wherein because we constantly see that thing happening, even when it is not, you feel it is happening. I guess you might know about the concept of persistence of vision, right? Yeah. So uh, that's what he explained. And I, I still did not know about that because I had started chatting again. That is so relatable, Prachi, ma'am. While I couldn't call myself particularly lazy, I do like to laze around and watch Netflix. And my parents, friends, and even teachers would unanimously agree that I'm quite the chatterbox. So it is really rare that career paths follow a straight line from where they started to where they are today. Would you care to share a little bit about your journey and who or what your inspiration was and some interesting experiences along the way that shaped you as a person? Sure. So I was uh, trained as an engineer and I worked as a software professional, as a project manager in various companies such as Microsoft and TCS. But I would also like to say that I'm also a sibling. So my elder brother who has Down syndrome has been the inspiration and I always wanted to do something in this space. So when I started volunteering at the places he used to go to, it really impacted me to see that even at this age of technology, families were not receiving the information they wanted. And this is where my journey with starting Naidisha began. Um, 
as a resource that can help families because i strongly believe that it is families who stand behind the person and who are really you must be experiencing it yourself and uh, families play a very critical role in any person's life and more so if the person has a disability so that's where we started naidesha yeah that's so inspirational prachi ma'am you know knowing that no matter where you have to start doesn't determine where you land gives us all hope but what i think is even more important it's the ability to map skills and learnings that you acquire along the way and use them in subsequent jobs and you have so deftly demonstrated that in your professional trajectory so i've seen that you are very active in advocacy nationally and internationally through the nai desha resource center to provide support to families and persons with intellectual and developmental disabilities which is also referred to as idd can you explain what exactly nai desha is about and what it aims to achieve so nai desha is works as a lifelong partner as you had introduced for families who have loved one with autism down syndrome or any other developmental disability what we do is as the logo suggests inform connect empower so we have created one of a kind digital resource where families can find all the information they need across the different life stages uh we created one of a kind directory so families can connect to the right services connect to fellow families who are on a similar journey and uh, empower us this is where we conduct workshops for families and so on and all of this is now encapsulated uh, with a helpline uh, that we provide and helpline support that we provide this is free helpline support for any family anywhere in india which is available on phone and whatsapp um this is such amazing work you're doing and i have to applaud you for the same i personally feel that one of the biggest things that we don't have in india is the concept of support groups and uh, partnerships the, like you spoke of just now they're so sorely needed because being able to um learn from those shared lived experiences even though they aren't your own and having a virtual safety net and access to those holistic healing practices is so therapeutic in and of itself and the way you've leveraged technology yeah. to scale and connect the dots is very appreciable uh my Thank next you. question to you is i personally think that ableism and social and structural issues like lack of accessibility continue to present barriers for people with disabilities around the world and so what is in your opinion are the best ways to tackle these barriers can you give some examples of the best practices you've come across in your career or in your personal life ah uh, i think accessibility and inclusion are words which are many times used so often that they lose their meaning at at some point so i think there are two two concepts to it one is when we speak of inclusion we often speak of inclusion in terms of inclusion of person with disability uh, inclusion of women in the workforce and sometimes inclusion of uh, people with uh, uh, with varied uh, uh, sexual orientation as well uh, so then what happens is inclusion is far beyond that inclusion what to me what inclusion really means is 
we include the person for who he or she is with dignity first we respect the person for who or she is irrespective of whatever they come with so this might mean inclusion of people with various uh, who follow different uh, places of worship who eat and so on so i think inclusion is a Uh, we could be advocates for inclusion of disability, but if I'm not respectful towards a person I meet today at the bus stop, then I'm not doing my job. Then. Uh, the second thing is design thinking uh, concepts where if we build for the most vulnerable, we are probably building a very good product. And this is very important for young people who aspire to do big things in life, where if you think of the most vulnerable, for example, the resources that we build, if we only have them in English, we are doing a disfavor to families for whom English is not the first language. So uh, we need to design it in a way that a person uh, who is most vulnerable is able to access this. And I think that's what inclusion and accessibility mean to me. Uh, you nailed it, Prachi, ma'am. In my humble opinion, acknowledgement is actually the very first step in finding viable solutions to the problems we come across. I strongly believe that if we educate children on the power of differentness starting young, it'll come to them naturally. And this will ensure that solutions these social and structural issues will fall in place organically instead of being forced on children. My that's last... so true because if Sorry. when children grow together with children with differences, they will be able to appreciate and they will realize that they're just like us, but doing a few things differently, right? That is what will promote inclusion in the truth. Sense. Yes, um, I agree completely. So my last question for the day is, if could you please share some parting calls of wisdom with our listeners? on how we can make this world a kinder, more inclusive place to live in. I will just repeat what I said, really. If we put dignity and kindness, these are two important attributes first for any person. We will not differentiate them based on any other differences. So if this is a simple thing that we follow, look at the person first. Respect the person for who he or she is. Be kind to the person. That will lead to creating a more empathetic world. Yeah, of course. So thank you so much, Prachi, ma'am. You articulated that these two answers so well. And it was so uplifting and enlightening in equal measures. I look forward to partnering with you and Naidesha to do my part in spreading the sunshine on this very important topic. Thank you so much. I appreciate the work you're doing at such a young age. I don't think I had half the uh, half the concepts that you have at your age. You're in 10th grade and um, you are an advocate. So what you are doing is inspirational in itself. I was very inspired when I first saw your email and first read your email as well. So congratulations to you, to your family for everything you're doing. And I wish you a very best for the future thank you so much ma'am for taking your time out and for um just going uh, having this interview it was such an honor thank you